Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. to episode 990 90 podcast where we officially qualify for being the top 90 over 90. <laughs> nice. Hey yo. <laughs> we made it boys. We made it. We're finally big time. We're trying Aren't to we the lower the 90 top 40 under over 40 90? but Dan disqualified <laughs> <like> us. <laughs> I ruined it. We were over 40 under 40. Oh. This is all very confusing. <laughs> Uh, hey, big thanks to our Patreon supporters. You guys are awesome. Thank you for supporting us financially. You keep the show afloat and we really appreciate it. If you want to be a Patreon or a patron, you go to patreon.com forward slash another woodshop podcast and check out what we have to offer over there. We've got early content. We got, uh, you know, content that you can only get on Patreon. We're not so good about There's that. Some behind the scenes Sometimes, stuff. You know, we're, not so good. We, we, we're working on that. We, we got some crazy stuff. And we really love we, you guys. Like, see, oh, seriously. Thank you. Sorry, Mike. I don't mean to like derail you. No, like, do it. These people, you guys literally support us every week. You you take money out of your wallet away from your families. And you steal it from us. your neighbor, whatever you do. You go to the <laughs> But like, store, we really appreciate it. You guys help us keep doing this. And I really, really appreciate it. I give thanks to you because it is the pre-Thanksgiving episode. It is. It's a, you, someone say Thanksgiving. What's up, Dan? I know you got. I, I was just. I, I was imagining a guy holding up a liquor store so he could pay his uh, AWP Patreon <laughs> bill. Come on, just get him out Gotta do it, please. It's a really good podcast. Please, the boys can't stop. <laughs> they make sharp I just jokes need two fifty. I need two fifty. Two fifty. So uh, big thanks to you guys on Patreon. You guys are awesome. Uh, we got. Uh, what else we got going on? I mean, we should probably just jump right into the reviews. I guess. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Is that something we should do right now? I think so. Dan, uh, I think so. I think we should do that. But there's only one real way to do that, and that's by uh, hearing this song right here. Go, Black Betty, ramble him. <laughs> it's so dumb, but it's <laughs> so good. Like it's. But it's so us. It's in the top. Okay. Okay. Before we go on, people have been using that song on IG for their reels and stuff, and I get tagged in it all the time. (laughs) It's engagement gold. gold. No, no, it's great. And they're like, did you ask Daniel Dunlap for permission to use this song? (laughs) I'm beginning to get a little worried that people really think that's my song. You wrote it on the spot. Because it is my song. I mean, you wrote that song. You're the first person to ever come up with those lyrics in that order. (laughs) Pete's got something to say. We we need to find the original Dan saying what's on my bench and make that a, a TikTok sound so that people can use it for the beginning. <laughs> oh, of like, that's what's really on good. Hey, I'm oh, in a shop and I'm really working on this idea, project Pete. or whatever. I like that. <laughs> cool, cool. Pete, we finally got his one, his one good idea every quarter. So now he's tapped every out quarter. for three months. So that's it. No, that's actually Q4 really is looking good. <laughs> You're coming in hot in December. Uh, okay, so are we technically in Q4? I don't know. Who knows how these things work? Know. It's fiscal year. It's corporate fiscal America. Quarter. Fiscal yeah. calendars fiscal make fiscal me calendar. nuts. Uh, yeah, I'm, quarterly statements. It's for go nuts. Go, it's go open nuts enrollment right now. So <laughs> what is so. that? What it is? All right, reviews. The first review is from Ed with Oak Ridge Woodworks. He has these five stars out of five stars to say FDA is the subject. It doesn't make sense. We're a woodworking podcast, but he's talking about medical stuff. So uh, let's see what's going on here. After listening to 88, I'm convinced AWP is FDA approved. Oh, 
My feet have been killing me lately after a long day in the shop until I heard about Pete's shop footwear of choice. So now it's out with the boots and hello shop slippers for me. No more pain in my lower 10 digits. Thank you for specifying which ones. Wearing my new shop flip-flops. Hey-o. Hey-o. AWP is the new CDC. Oh, I thought it was FDA. Wait, no, CDC. Oh, CDC. Coffee, Dunlap, and Kapar. Oh. Thanks, Ed. I like that. Wow. We're the CDC well played, of podcasting. Ed. CDC mandate. <laughs> was that our was was that our only uh uh That's the review? only review I can think of unless you have However, something. Oh, I have something. Shocking. Surprise. <laughs> From our listeners over on Yelp. You know, we have a uh we have a radio station in Omaha, Nebraska. And it's you can find it on Yelp. Yelp. So David S. says this, and David S. is apparently from Omaha, Nebraska. Oh. <clears throat> Let me get ready for this. Uh, David S. says, I am a plumber who installs bidets. Times were tough the last couple years. <laughs> I had to sell my house, my car, and all of my tools to make ends meet. Then all of a sudden, requests for bidet installations came flying in. I'm doing 50 a day, and I'm booked through December. I'm not sure who Matt, Don, and Paul are, but they saved my life. Thanks, AWP. Thank you, David. Thank you, David. We do expect 14% commission. So just keep that in your mind next time you're installing a bidet in some rich woodworker's toilet (laughs) in the bathroom right outside of the shop. They're going into wood shops. Uh, Let's talk about dream shops for a moment. All right. My dream shop would have a bathroom for each foot and a bidet in the bathroom. (laughs) Just the bathroom and then a (laughs) one for each foot. (laughs) He would use it as an eye wash station. (laughs) Bidet. (laughs) Foot wash, eye wash, butt wash. All in one. It's all about the hype. Doc. Yes. I got another pink eye. All right. Let's do this thing. The next, uh, the next segment we typically do. And that's not going to change on this episode. We're doing it this episode too. Fine. It's what's but on next my week. bench. I've got a doozy of a what's on my bench, and I can't talk about it until we hear this right now. What's on my bench? Oh, good lord! It's beautiful. Every time I, you get more. I thought and more you were going to go into it without playing it. No, I was about to yell at you. No, I'm not going to do that. I can't start my what's on the we've, bench. We've, but I'm not going to go first because I never go first. I'm going to have Daniel Dunlap, Daniel Aloysius Dunlap, which is dad. You were so close, <laughs> so close. What's your what's your middle name? I'm not telling you. It's Hector it's like or something. It's Hector. It does start with an A, and Alexander. my initials do spell dad. It's Daniel Alexander Dunlap. What? Guys, that's a that's a true story. True story. Call in with your guess <clears throat> and the question next week. I know Dan's middle name is Alexander. Dad Dunlap. Let me let me uh, Daniel, uh, take a break Alopecia. from what's on my bench. Alopecia. From, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> on his face. Is that the is that the pube grower? You can't grow hair. Well, you, you can't, can't grow hair. You can't grow. <laughs> it's I localized alopecia. <laughs> I was I was gonna share I was gonna share a very heart touching story. Oh, Ew, touch now I'm heart. not. Touch my heart. Wait, no, I'm show not. title: I'm Alopecia not. Grain. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. All right. Back to you, Dan. All right. Five uh, o'clock. Alopecia Shadow. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> alopecia Shadow. <laughs> Five o'clock. Alopecia Shadow. Okay. You, you guys aren't gonna believe this. But my week Bow ties. 
Bow ties. Nailed it. Hey, I know you. Zebrawood bow ties are flying off the shelf, That's yo. That's great, dude. That's awesome. That is really great because I charge five dollars more for them. <laughs> Attaboy! Don't tell the people if they're listening. I mean, I can just look at the pricing. Wood. I mean, yeah, it's not a big secret. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you marked up all of them, but yeah, zebra. And I've sold a few trays on the Etsy. Attaboy. Yeah, it's been nice. It's been that a nice, nice week over here. Kids are eating. Cool. You're getting fat. Oh. Um. I did uh, mayo. <laughs> okay, in in real woodworking news, because we all know CNC is not real woodworking. Not woodworking, not woodworking. Yeah, I've been told that numerous times. <laughs> um, I delivered the floating shelf. It, I, I installed it. I delivered it. It had that secret uh, candy drawer. That was nice. Had it had a candy drawer on both sides actually. Two. <laughs> oh. Two drawers. He kept the one secret. No. No, I showed them both. Oh, did you? Oh. It's funny. Every time I show like a hidden drawer or something, they're like, oh, that's a great idea. But yeah, you're Dan showing the internet. <laughs> you don't know where the drawer is. Like, you don't know where this guy's basement is. I only rob houses that Dunlap built furniture for. <laughs> so, because I know where the drawers are. <laughs> but I really like the way that came out, uh, even though it was red oak. It did look and good. It was stained. It was stained that orange 90s yeah, stain man. color. So ugly. But, you but I, I did match it really well. Yeah, I was really good. proud of myself on you the uh, matching, actually. Um, and then uh, I went and picked up a Hackberry Live Edge slab mm. that I'm going to be working on here the pretty soon. The one that soon. needs all the ramen. <laughs> oh, I'm going to fill that with so much ramen, you guys. It's I actually ridiculous. I have Hackberry in my, like, two pieces of Hackberry in my shop, and I don't really know where they came from. But it's beautiful wood, like, really pretty. It's really I nice. Don't know why it's got a lot of character in it. It's awesome. <clears throat> Well, the good thing so is, I, Dan, you said it's not punky, right? It's like, it's actually firm. It's not punky. It's just got a bunch of uh, damage from ants or and or termites. I really hope there's no termites left in that thing. I hope it was kiln dried properly. Spray I, it with Raid. My, my client bought it from a local sawmill and I went and picked it up. So There's a sawmill uh, around me that is notorious for having termites. They don't dry, air, they don't dry stuff properly at all. I have oh. actually tell customers I won't work on slabs from their from their place because it's smart. really bad. <clears throat> and remember I had that one that came and the customer told me that it wasn't from there. And then I saw it found all the termites and I asked her, I said, are you sure it wasn't from there? And she said it was from there. And yeah, that's, yeah, it's lovely. But typically, lovely. Dan, the good news is, is they don't typically leave the, 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 the slab they're in to go to other stuff. So if they're in there and they have a home, that's their home. You just have to. Okay. That's good. Good news, I guess. Throw it in the neighbor's yard. I, I, I looked at it real close. It didn't yeah, seem you, like anything was it. It living fine. in there. It looked like <clears throat> ant stuff, not not termites. It did look like I. I'm not an expert. I don't know the difference. I'm going to be perfectly honest. Well, if it was termites, but there's you'd see a, termites. There's a lot of bug damage on it. <laughs> your bug holes. But that's you gotta, <laughs> a lot of damage to your bug that's hole. Gonna, <laughs> that's going to be that's going to be a pretty big project I'm working on here pretty soon. Uh, that client wants that sometime before the end of January. Is that the one with epoxy as well? Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna be, be I'm gonna be epoxying well, the crap out of that. So, but are you like, is it gonna be live edges or you're encasing it'll, it? No, it'll be live edges. Yeah. Oh, for okay, sure. great. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but it's still gonna need a lot of epoxy. I'm gonna have to do some uh, uh, penetrating epoxy and then probably some some clear. Client wants clear. Which I'm Ugo not. Lee. Whatever. Yeah, whatever they what the want. client wants, the client gets. Client so. gets it. Uh, I got that in the shop. That's taken up a lot of room. And then last last night, I was out in the shop. And I was just, 
you know, working on Etsy orders. And my wife came out there and she goes, hey, have you made any cutting boards lately? And I was like, no. She goes, I kind of want to make one. I was like, who are you and where's my wife? Yeah, like, right. <laughs> what's going on here? This so who dis? She wife. came out there. She came out there, and uh, we kind of worked together on making a cutting board. That's cool, man. And it was kind of fun. I enjoyed that oddly. The slow game is on. Now you just got to get her addicted to woodworking and agree that you need yeah. more tools and bigger shops. So I was like, I was like super over hyping like how much space I didn't have. Like I was like tripping over stuff. Oh like, god, this is. Oh this is, no. Where am I gonna put this file? I got no more storage. <laughs> That was a fun game. Anyway, uh, aside from that, you know, I've been working on a lot of other smaller things, charcuterie boards, templates, you know, what have you. So not that exciting of a week. I kind of want to hear about Mike's week. So I'm going to skip over Pete yeah. this week. My yeah, week has been Let's go. dope. It's been such a good week. My power got turned on. I could not be happier. Like I am so freaking happy. I All this stress like went away off my shoulder. It was amazing. I just feel incredible. So I, I had a really good week. I got um, I've been doing a lot around the property too with the tractor, which is awesome. I just I just love living here. I love it so much. Um, I got that boomerang table delivered. I don't know if I talked about that last week. Um, you did, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I? Okay. Yep. Uh, customer. Happy. Yeah, customer was super happy. She wrote. It me. didn't come back to you, did it? <laughs> it did once. <laughs> no, it didn't come back to me, but it didn't get it did it did get refinished a bunch of times. Uh, <laughs> no, but um, oh, I want to talk about that too. Um, but anyway, the, uh, the, the that was great. She wrote a really nice review, which she's really great. So I really appreciate good customers like that. Uh, I've got to jump onto this um, this big redwood table <laughs> that I'm going to be starting on here. I was waiting for my power to come on before I started pouring. Is all that the epoxy. is that the one that's going to take a lot of epoxy as well? Yeah, I'm, I've redwood? got I've got the total boat fathom in for that. That's going to take a lot. Tell of me, epoxy. tell me about. Total boat fathom is that it, for deeper pours or what is from, that? You can't pour it in anything less than one inch deep and up to three inches. So if if you want an, uh, about three quarters of an inch, you're going to want the thick set. So uh, you don't. Really what would happen to... if you if you it, it poured just, it? It'll, shallow. I, I believe it'll get too hot, and then it'll crack. Really, and it'll look bad. It, yes, I believe it'll get too hot. Now, is it, it so. is it so a it's single like pour or multi layer pour? One pour at one inch minimum to three inches. Oh, so you but you could go go up to three inches in, in a one pour. pour. Yes, it's okay. minimum. See, I'm used one to inch. I'm used to deep set where you can do <clears throat> well, thick set, thicker, but you have thick to. set is maximum of 0.75 inches. Well, actually, probably right now in the winter when it's cold, you could probably very easily get away with you could probably get away with an inch. I would guess with the thick set. Yeah, Dan does um, every every day. Get away with an inch. <laughs> All righty, I'm checking out. Okay, well he's out of here. No, uh, that, he said to be nice and remember the naps. Uh, no, so so the thick. So you got your total boat slow, which is what I use as my daily driver, and then you got your thick set, which will get you up to 0.75 inches or to one inch depending on the temperature, and then you got your fathom, which is new. It'll go between one and three inches. So I'm going to be using the That's fathom cool. for this. We're actually going to build a really tight mold out of melamine for it. Uh, we're going to start on that this weekend. We're going to build a tight mold around the live edge and it's going to suck, but we're going to sand it back to live edge. The problem is, is it has a crack horizontally across it. So no matter mm-hmm. what, wherever I pour this epoxy, it's going to leak out the side. <laughs> so there's no, there's no way to fight it. I'm just going to build a mold, a form around it and we're just going to fill the whole thing with epoxy Jeez. and go from there. So 
Um, and the customer wants it to be like a really smoky opaque, <clears throat> which is hard to do consistently in a pour. It's going to be really tricky. Yeah. So we're going to have to do some, uh, we're going to have to do some, uh, some tests for sure. First, um, it's going to be a costly pour, unfortunately. So, <clears throat> uh, but anyway, back to my week, it's been really good. I've got a, uh, you know, thank Dan, you. are you eating an entire pad of sticky notes? <laughs> thank goodness for really good companies and being uh having good relationships with good brands um bidwell is a brand that i really like they're they're local to me they're local they're from this area i get all my c channel from them they make really great c channel they they have a great store they got Rampatech. they got all kinds of great stuff in there they do almost they do all my bases that are metal um but i've been working with them more and we're uh, coffee custom builds is doing uh it's it's eight tables but it's 18 panels for tabletops for them, we're doing that right now. I've got a couple guys helping me with that, so we're real busy with that this week. We've been power got turned on. What's today? What is today? Wednesday. Power got turned on Monday. Wednesday. Uh, power got confirmed, and I flipped all the switches on the circuit breakers on Tuesday morning. And Sean, he's my friend locally here. He's a furniture maker. He he, he goes by the name Pen Makers on uh, on Instagram, but um, he's been helping me in the shop the last two days, and we've been busting our butt making eight quarter <clears> tops. <throat> Uh, out of white oak and that stuff is heavy white coat or white oak is real heavy so some of these slabs or some of these these yes sticks, it is yeah some of these sticks are like 12 feet long and 12 inches wide i mean we're maxing out the joiner some of it we're having to we're having to cut down from like i have one plank of white oak that's 18 inches wide right now we have to rip it down on the table saw and down to nine inches uh we're cutting it right down the middle and uh anyway it's just some really big pieces of wood in there. Joint and glue up. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're cutting them down to nine inches, jointing them a face and an edge, and then ripping them for the other one to get our parallel. And we're not planing because we're get, getting them all glued together. We're going to flatten everything on the CNC after we oh, get into the Oh, nice. That's saving you a bunch of time. Yeah, it's going to be much faster. So getting them all, getting all the panels made. Then on Saturday slash Sunday, we'll be filling in everything with epoxy where it needs it. There's not a whole lot of epoxy needed really throughout it. There's not really hardly any. Um there's a few big knots and some punky spots that are going to need some epoxy. Uh, going to get that filled in, obviously going with total boat. Uh, but, um, but the, uh, that epoxy is going in on Saturday, Sunday, it'll be ready to start flattening on Sunday, Monday. And then Tuesday we'll be cutting to final, final size and getting them out of here. So that's the plan with that. It's going to work really good. Uh, and I'm really glad to get those, get those out of here and help, a good business partner, you know, or a good business relationship of mine over at, at Bidwell. That's so going to be great, awesome. man. Um, and then I want to talk about the thing I talked about last week, which is the Target Coatings thing. I spoke with the owner of Target Coatings today, and um, I wanted to say that, first, I appreciate him reaching out because he called me this morning and he wanted to say, hey, I just want to give you an update that they have the, they have re- figured out exactly what the problem was with, with the uh, finish. And it is, been, it's been resolved. So they've done the new tests for the new formulas and they'll have product out in the next week and a half to two weeks to start getting products back out there. Cause I That's use, great. I use their urethane a lot. Uh, it's a good product and I stand behind it despite the incidents that just happened. It was, you know, things happen. I mean, S happens. It just happens. So it's all about how you handle it to correct it and he's correcting it. So I just wanted to give an update on that. So I appreciate him uh, his name's Jeff. I'm just going to say his name's Jeff. I appreciate you, Jeff. I know you're listening. So thanks, Jeff, for getting it corrected. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, I just can't really overstate how happy I am to have my shop back. 
I, I really want to have my shot. I really love having my shot back. I really love the property here. I really love what I've got going on. I'm really excited about it all. And it's just, um, I was told, I said the other night to you guys, I wish you guys lived closer because man, I just wish we could yep. just, you guys, you just want the extra labor. Really? I, I think no, next year I going to be the year of, like, I just more really trips. wish like at the end of my day after working, we could just hang out and not, just hang out at the, at the house or something. It'd just be really nice. And then Fire just pit. like, like on the weekends, like I really, I've been having a lot of fun, like working around the property and stuff. I don't know how much you guys are into that stuff. I love it. Like I'm not, I like love it. Like cutting down the trees, burning, de- burning, burning, and clearing and stuff. I just love it. I'm having so much fun. I, I, I will, I will participate in the burning and the drinking. Yeah, like on the weekend. When whenever you guys are here over the weekend, I'm gonna be. I, I just can't wait to do that with you guys and just hang out and just chill. It's so fun. It's fun work. But anyway. Tractor makes it pretty fun too. So, <laughs> been having a lot of fun on that tractor. It's pretty great. I, so. I think your tractor is sexy. It is sexy. All I right. Mean, <laughs> dance out. No. Anyway, my week's been great. I'm uh, really, really looking for. I don't know how you guys, how excited you guys are, but I'm really excited about Thanksgiving. We have family coming over tomorrow. We got uh, really close. Is friends that tomorrow? Over. Yeah. Today's Thanksgiving Eve. Yeah. We got. Oof. I'm just really excited about it. I get to play around in the property all day. I got my father-in-law coming early in the morning. Uh, he's great. I love my father-in-law. He's he's a retired landscaper, and uh, you know he just has a lot of knowledge about like upkeep around the property and stuff. And me and him have a good time working together. So, um, gonna be able to play with him or you know play out in the property with him and my son tomorrow. We're gonna get up early and start working out there and start having family <clears> over. <throat> just really looking forward to uh, two days off from the shop and then getting right back into it. Uh, it's been a good way. It's it's a nice. It's been two months without power <laughs> outside of my shop. Two months is a long. Has it been time. two months? Yeah, good September lord. 9th, been... September 9th is when we closed on this house. <laughs> um, I didn't realize it's been two months already. That's yeah, crazy. It's, it's been a long well, time. It two months. Take longer it... on a closing and yeah. pay two mortgages or wait a little bit on the power. It sucks, and a little over that's... two months from now, we're going to be in Atlanta. Yeah, we're going to yeah. be at WorkbenchCon. Nice. So it's been like it's been like two months of no power. You know, working what getting done what I could. Um, and now I'm up and running and it feels really good. Like I feel, I have a, I have a plan now. I've got what I'm going to get. I've got some there. I have a plan. I was going to start talking to, I was going to start talking about that. I'm going to be building an outbuilding really soon. Actually, I'm going to be building two outbuildings really soon. It's not, it's, it's loosely woodworking, but I'm going to be building a timber frame pole barn shed for my tractor. And I'm going to be doing a woodshed off my shop to start. So I'm going to make a woodshed that's like, 10 or 12 feet deep and about 12 feet wide. It's going to be like 12 by 12, right? And But the door on the front is going to be 10 feet open because I can use my tractor to just dump lo- skids of plywood in there for all my Dude, sheet goods. And I can throw all the awesome. wood around the back and I can just – what's up, Dan? Uh, making a timber frame anything is not loosely woodworking. That no, is... that that's straight up woodworking. The timber frame yeah. – that's something I've never done and something I really want to do really bad. The timber frame shed for the tractor is going to be very, very simple and like an introduction to timber frame for me because I have several timber frame buildings around the property I want to build. The timber frame shed will be my introduction to the timber frame wood shed I will build because I want to do timber frame for the bar when I do the bar remodel out here. And then I was talking to Dan and Pete about this, but we're my wife and I are talking about putting – there's this beautiful oak tree grove on our property with these five oak trees. We want to put a wedding venue there to rent out on the property. So nice. And I want to do the, the it's a, tw- we want to do a 20 by 20 platform. And I want to do that out of timber frame as well. I have to work out a bunch of stuff with the county on that, but um, 
but I want to start like doing these different timber frame projects around my property and I think it'll just be really sick. So, and I want to do a little tiny timber frame like island for my barbecues over by the patio, which would be really cool too. Just like a little covering areas where I can go where it's raining and stuff. Timber so. frame everything. It's so sick. Like it just looks so cool. Timber would, frame cabinets. <laughs> timber frame charcuterie boards. Show title. Oh. Timber frame bidets. <laughs> timber, okay. Timber ah, so many splinters. Uh, anyway, I'm just, uh, really excited over here. Um, I'm really lucky. I'm a really lucky guy. I'm really, I don't want to get too cheesy with the Thanksgiving stuff, but I really am thankful for, uh, a lot of stuff. I'm thankful for all the support I get in this community. Really good friends, Dan and Pete, you guys are awesome. Uh, my family is just amazing. Um, obviously I have really great support family and friends and I'm just a lucky dude. So I'm really thankful for that. So I just want to say that real quick. And that's kind of what's been on my mind this week. Cause that's kind of what we're supposed to be thinking about. Just really. Uh, oh, sure. Now I feel like a bozo for not bringing that up. <laughs> I'm thankful. Go on. You want to, you want to toss it back to Dan. He's got some stuff to say. Dan, back to you. I'm thankful for all the things. Okay. Pete, what about you? How's your week? I did something um, good. Now I'm the bad guy because Dan feels bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, as is traditional for me to go after Mike, I'm gonna just I'm gonna parrot a lot of what he says. Uh, whereas like I, I had a really good week. I didn't get power hooked up. I already had that. Haha. <laughs> but uh, yeah, suck no, at coffee. I, I, so I had a really good week, but I've actually I have never been on social media so little as I was the last like week and a half um i'm not gonna be, go too far into detail i kind of mentioned it last week but basically we had with someone in a family uh going through some medical stuff everything is good everyone is good everything is great but it has been very taxing and distracting on the family uh, on emma's family and myself and my family and um i have not been here all mentally for the last week and a half so uh everything is good now so i'm kind of getting ba- back in the game but on top of all that, I have been very busy with just behind-the-scenes stuff. It just kind of makes for boring content, but, like, I'm revamping my Etsy listings. I'm going through making sure they're as SEO-friendly as possible. Something as simple as I learned that uh, your Etsy page has a title or quick little snippet you can put underneath it. Mine just said my handle, but it could be something as simple as, like, custom handmade items and when there's a google ad that they post it'll say custom oh. handmade items by petrie's workshop really that's a thing yeah yeah and, and they actually give you an example and mine says so, home decor and bespoke furniture or something like that or handmade mine says decor, something about bespoke, bidets something like that yeah um so <laughs> timber frame bidets do that Daniel do Dunlop would work. timber frame bidets <laughs> bidets bidets <laughs> So I'm revamping my Etsy. I am slowly working uh, behind the scenes on my website to try to get that up and running because I want to. I just want to have. I'm tired of using Linktree. It's fantastic, but I want my website as the landing page. I need to do that. Uh, I've got a Squarespace site that I'm building. Very excited about that. Hoping to launch that before the holidays. Um, aside from that, I got bad news I, for actually, you. The holidays are tomorrow. I, I know. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I was saying this in a pre-show, like, yeah, it all starts tomorrow, but I was referring to how we're all going to get Christmas. fat, except Mike, because we're just going to start eating tomorrow and then not stop. Never again. Day. No. No. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Take all biddies. Take all biddies. Oh, my gosh. But if you're not actually, watching this, you should be. Yeah, you watch the YouTube slash another Witch on podcast. Check Whatever this out. one's called. 
But I've actually, I've been getting, I opened up my doors and I've been having a lot of inquiries and I'm trying to say yes. I've always been a make then sell person. I, I, I always wanted to take the stress of like a commission off my shoulders because I get stressed out by it. But I try to, I'm trying to Coward. be like, no, I need to take on some commission. I need to take on some work. I need to, like, I work well under pressure. I just don't like the pressure. <laughs> what? So that doesn't I'm trying make to sense. take on. Well, it, it like it's I I do good work under pressure, but it does like in my all like all I think about is that thing, and it ruins my day sometimes. Mm. Uh, but I got a couple jobs lined up. I got a, a CNC sign that I got to do that we're actually working with the city because they need to, they want it in front of their business, and the city's very particular about any kind of signage that goes in front of the streets, whatever. So. Uh, we're dealing with that. Uh, there's another thing that I'm I'm currently quoting out a job for these. Um, it's these. It's <laughs> they're called dry ice tools. If you're watching the video, you'll see what I'm holding. Uh, and basically, I need to CNC these things out of one inch Baltic birch ply. I'm not going to tell you what I think that looks like. Oh no, I know. Here's one without the, the strangler. Handle. So basically. <laughs> Yeah, no, these are just uh, handles for, <clears throat> for practice ice cream. Will you bring that to WorkbenchCon, please? For I reasons. Will. That's right. That's uh, okay. This is a boys medium, so it'll fit you. All right, cool. But I, I've been trying to find one inch Baltic birch, 24 millimeter Baltic birch, uh, for those of you from Ash. That's for you. And it was really hard to get. I've, I've called about a dozen places, and I finally ended up finding this place. I, I think I mentioned it last week. It's called Mendham Plywood. Started forming a great relationship with them. I have to put a massive order with them. Uh, this week, but I'm waiting until this client wants me to what make. What you got coming? Well, uh, I need a bunch of MDF. I need one of these sheets of one inch Baltic birch is like two hundred and forty dollars. Whoa! It's only gonna take I, one sheet to do that whole order. Uh, one sheet does about. I can get a minimum of ninety, but if every part comes off the bed perfect, a hundred. And that's three, the whole order. That's what basically. the order is for them. The, the the orders for about uh, fifty of them, fifty oh, nice. pairs. I'm sorry, so a hundred, so yeah, hundred, nice. uh, hundred units. So basically, we were trying to work out of like, all right, what is it going to cost for me to just cut it out? What is it going to cost for me to uh, cut it out? You know, and basically sand it, round it over, and they want to, you know, like there's some tight corners on this thing, and running that on a on a half inch bit, uh, round over bit on the router table, it could get a little sketchy. So I'm trying to do it so that Half of one side is completely CNC'd with the roundover, and then the other half I would have to run over on the uh, the router table just to save myself a little bit of time. Basically, this job is mostly labor and mostly CNC work and some C, uh, some laser work, and it's pretty. It's a pretty big job. Big shout out to Mike. He really helped me out get try to get this thing priced out because this is more of like what he deals with with production jobs, and I'm trying to get into that. Uh, and this is good because if this actually ends up working out and they like it and they're good with the price, this could be a like three to four times a year type of job, which would be really, really cool and really nice little bit of income to, to bring. Heck yeah, that's side. great, dude. That's a great um, game. And um, and I've it really helped me learn my value of like what what I should be charging. for. You are stuff. valuable, Pete. Thank you. And I'm thankful for you, Dunlap. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh Oh, I'm making some so uh, on talk of laser stuff. I'm making ornaments. These are for family. They requested uh one one of our aunts. She does custom Christmas ornaments every single year. What is this? An and ornament for ants? 
And my fans. <laughs> and she does custom ones from like random makers. She's been getting them over the years. So every time I've gotten her for Christmas, I've gotten an ornament from her. And this year she asked me and I was actually very honored. And I'm not really looking to like make ornaments to sell, but I was very happy to make them for her because these are literally going to our entire, like all of Emma's family and, and my, my family. So I was pretty stoked to do it. So we worked out some designs and it's going to be cool because it's all done on a laser and it's all going to be combined materials. So everything between melamine, um, thin plywoods, hardwoods to, to give depth to the ornaments. It's going to be super cool. I had what to up, do, Mike? and I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I had to do these. No, yeah, please. I had to do these, um, what are they, uh, place setting words mm-hmm. for my customer, you know, and Man, it is crazy on the laser. I always forget how poorly plywood cuts on the laser. Yeah. I like hardwood. Cu- like I hardwood like, cuts I can beautiful. do almost, almost, I can do a little over three-eighths of an inch thick on my laser mm-hmm. with, with hardwood. I can do easy a quarter inch or a little bit more with MDF. It struggles so hard on plywood. Like eighth inch it's plywood. so bad. It looks is like it because of, because of all the glue? It's yeah, the it's the glue, glue and the ply. Yeah. It's the plies mostly. I think because there's a break in the layers. I think that's what, what does it the most. But because the, yeah. Yeah, the there's a ton of glue in the MDF, help. but it's like almost so compact. It's like almost a solid piece mm-hmm. of material. You know, it's just wild how bad it is. Anyway, sorry, I, I, I learned the hard way. You know, like the quarter inch plies that are just it's veneer, basically just MDF in the center and veneer again. If you try to cut that on a laser, you start fires because you're basically just oh. cutting through the top layer. And the inside is just catching fire. It's burning. Yeah, it burns. It's bad. It's, it's, yeah, it's bad. Because it's not quite MDF. It's more wood than glue. Whereas right. MDF is very much a mixture. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Fun fact. <laughs> Dan saying interesting means he does not care. Does not care. <laughs> All right. And then the, the what is, uh, last thing is, which is the, was my first thing on my list that I completely went over, <laughs> but cutting boards. It's cutting board season. So I got a... Uh, couple hundred board feet of lumber that i ended up starting to mill up uh this weekend i got everything jointed and planed i'm sorry jointed on a face and an edge i gotta plane it and then start ripping it down to pieces uh i have four get get this so my mom my mom goes i need you to make four cutting boards like these end grain cutting boards with Ah, name carved or lasered into the you know our last name lasered into it she's like like the one you made for these people like cool so basically juice groove last name lasered into the corner she goes i need four of them like that's fine i'm not charging her it's my mom and then she goes but one's for you (laughs) like are you really having me make my own (laughs) gift (laughs) all right all right that is bold i'll i'll allow it but okay because we we've been wanting one anyways um but yeah, but the balls on that one. And uh, aside from that, just making a bunch of cutting boards, I have about um, about eight or nine that people have requested. But you guys know when people ask you for a cutting board and you ask them like the wood, the whatever, and they're like, I don't know, a cutting board. So I basically told them, how about this? And I try to like not take actual orders. Seems I just rude. said, I'm going to make about a dozen, 15 cutting boards you tell me which ones you like and you get you get first dips and then the rest yep. will go on Etsy. So that's basically what I'm doing with all these. I'm very happy about it. Um, yesterday I had a somebody reach out to me on Etsy for 15 
12 by 17 by, I'm assuming, inch and a half walnut cutting boards with juice groove and laser engraving that they need by the 6th. And I said, you can do uh, it. That's a little of tight. December? Yeah, yeah, that's like a week and How a many? Half. 15? 15. You could do it. And, and, and I was like, uh, that's a little tight. I mean, it's like, oh, yeah, well, let me know. Um, and I said, well, here's this ridiculous price. And this is one of those moments of, I've, Dan, I very much thought of you. I was like, I really hope they say no. But if they do, at least I won't hate myself for it. Um, yeah, because Dan, Dan often messages us and he's like, I don't, I don't really don't want to do this. So I quoted this. And then they're like, yes, please. And then we also want a cutting board or something with it. Um, so it's it's crazy, but we'll, we'll see. If these people want to do the job, it'll be another big job. I'll actually end up hiring uh, or hiring, like ha- getting some help locally and just uh, paying them for paying 15 them cutting boards. You got to see, see how knock that out. Uh, well, it's 15 cutting boards on top of the 12 to 15 that I was already doing. And this oh. would be due in two weeks. Yeah. So it's like it's between that <laughs> and ornaments and CNCing these things. I would actually need to bring in some. You know what you so, need? More clamps. I need more clamps. So, anyways, Sean from Penmakers is flying out. He's going to help me out. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. Sorry, I, had a, I actually had a busy week this week, and it's a lot of stuff lining up. And again, huge shout out to these guys because they've been they've been motivating me. I'm very thankful for these two because they've been motivating me to like take on jobs, something I, I was never really comfortable with. I always just liked having fun and selling stuff. Um, which you I might go back to, but what you want to do, dude? No, yeah. but that's but honestly, I love like I make most of my big money around the holidays, and then the rest of the year I get the coast. I get to have you fun. skate on it. So you skate on. I the skate money on it. Yeah, I skate on a. I skate on a pool of money. <clears throat> so I appreciate you guys. Thank you for always motivating me and, and answering my questions when I'm asking about price and like, hey, what is what do I charge for walnut? What does your lumber yard cost? Oh, I should have thought of that. Thanks. So big shout out <laughs> to you guys. I actually um, this holiday season. Yeah. So, oh, sorry. I was gonna say I've actually no, only had it. one cutting. Well, other than like bulk ones, but I've had one cutting board request for a private part. Oh, no, that's. Not, I'm sorry. Yeah. You stood in front of eight giant cutting boards uh, earlier when we were doing a live. I don't want to be. Yeah, that's that those are basically head. cutting boards. <laughs> <They're just> tabletops. <laughs> no, they. Uh, I actually, that's not true. I, I my CPA is actually ordering a bunch of cutting boards, but that that's a that's you, a business. You graduated past. You graduated from cutting boards. No, I mean, they're still fun. I mean, they're fun to knock. I like uh, cutting boards are such a fun. They're just like a win, right? They're way more they're fun a win. laser too because you can like. Yeah, the laser too. you can actually. Yeah, like you make a bunch of rectangles. You're like, all right, that's pretty fun. Or you can put a laser engraving on there. It's kind of like it's pretty cool. Yeah, know. that's what I like to use the CNC for just to kind of yeah, like change it, stuff up. Fun, like yeah. I made one yeah. not that long ago that had a bunch of curves on it and stuff. <laughs> this yeah. CNC is. Yeah. Yeah, automated tools make those things really cool. You can take us. Yeah, anyway, buddy. anyway uh, very cool. Anyways. Very cool. Let's jump into questions. I, I want to keep moving. We're already 40 oh, we minutes in. We all had so a big what's in. on the bench. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Jay Leno. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this first question is from Adam Barnett. Hey, boys. Shocker. Adam here from Barnett Custom Woodworks. So it's Thanksgiving Eve. You guys are recording the podcast early. I have a really important question. Light meat or dark meat? Pete. I feel like I already know the answer to this question about dark meat, oh. but go ahead. I knew it, huh? It's dark it, meat, isn't it? <laughs> it's light meat. Oh, I was way I off. actually like turkey, and for me, it's not about Thanksgiving dinner. It's about the next day. The sandwich? You get 
The moist maker. Some, some the moist maker. maker. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Little bit. Little bit of bread. You got the gravy. You got. You take your bidet. For me personally, and I think everyone will agree here. Keep the cranberries out of it. Yeah. No cranberries Gross. allowed. Gross. Um. Yeah. Just. I just want gravy, stuffing, and turkey on bread. And if you want to, you want to jazz it up a little bit. Some pepper flakes. That's it. Pepper all, flakes. All that about it. I don't know, it like if you want to zhuzh it up a bit or put some hot sauce on it or something. But that really takes away from the flavor. Pepper flakes just give you a little bit of spice. Don't ruin the flavor. How about that gravy and stuffing and turkey? Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of Dan for remembering what that stupid sandwich is called. Yeah, the moist maker. <laughs> I was going to work it in the conversation. Uh, Dan, what, what... Well, I think that's what, the show title. Episode 90, the Moist, moist maker. maker? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. The moist maker. All right. I'm all in. I, I'm a huge fan of the dark meat. I give me all the dark meat, maybe. The dark meat has all the fat, dude. That's where all the moistness is in the fat. Speaking give me the fat. Moist. But I'm gonna ask you a more controversial question. Uh oh. At least it's controversial around here in our house. house. Stuffing. Oysters? No oysters. You mean the crackers or actual oysters? Actual oysters. Do you put oysters no, in your stuffing? It, nope. I, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of oysters. It's not a. It's not traditional here. You just do straight up. Oh, we do. We do oysters in the stuffing, man. It's great. That, I honestly, I support it. I want to try it's it. It's fantastic. But it's got okay. So like, this, obviously, I'm in Nebraska. We're not close to a shoreline anywhere. Uh, we do oysters in the can, and I will eat. So I, whenever I make stuffing. For Thanksgiving, we put oysters in the stuffing, and I always buy an extra can of oysters just so I can eat them straight out of the can. Um, it's fantastic. I'm a big fan of like oyster dip, and you like make dip it. Just yeah, <clears throat> I'm, I'm a big fan of oysters. Yeah, Mike. So, <laughs> okay, um, go on. Oh, good. No, oh. no, 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 I was gonna say, I I don't I actually like both equally. <laughs> Like it's the same for me too. Yeah, I don't really care. What a really very politically I, I, uh, correct answer. <laughs> Honestly, like if someone pick a side coffee, party, I'm be like, I'm not gonna Calm be down, like, give me the other party. One. Yeah, I'm not gonna be like like mad that you gave me the <laughs> one. Um, Coffee's the green I, it, party of Thanksgiving. <laughs> I like them both I, equally. Uh, it's whatever, uh, as long as it's good for the environment. He's no, the, the cheerleaders uh, at the football game. The, I don't care what side you're on. Nice. <laughs> the uh, this Thanksgiving is going to be interesting because of my diet. My 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 in my you know my fam the family that's coming over. My wife's family that's coming over. They they're making a bunch of dishes that are compliant to my diet, which is super cool. So we're going to be having a bunch of that. But I'm probably my my Thanksgiving meal is probably going to be uh uh some some turkey, some and three three servings of vegetables of some sort. And that's probably it. So <laughs> for me, it's going to be all about the family time. So. I don't know. Light or dark doesn't make a difference to me. But thanks, Adam. I don't know what that has to do with And what's going to be your half a beer of choice? I'll probably have wine tomorrow. I'll probably Ooh. be drinking wine all day. Classy so. girl. I like it. Well, yeah. California There's, over here. I, I guess. I pissed off Dan again because I drink because I drink wine. No. There's that. so it turns out like the wine the wine scene down the highway is actually has gotten really good in the last 10 years since I've been out of the area. Um, and it's apparently in competition with Napa in terms of how good the the wines are out there, which people are really liking. So we well, you're uh, kind of like the mecca of wine and yeah. So America, America. <laughs> Sonora. There's Sonoma County. There's Napa. Have Napa's you heard like of Crescent, one. Iowa? 
I, yeah. We're talking about bottle, not box, Dan. <laughs> Peter Vela, maybe you've heard of it. No, uh, Franzia. Obviously Napa, and then <laughs> there's Sonoma, but Sonora is like really coming Mad up Dog. as a really good place for wine. <laughs> Mad 2020. Have you heard of it? Is that is that kind like of a, a big name in the wine world? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Dunlap and, and Mad Dog 2024. <laughs> Coney 2012. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so probably going to drink some wine. Anyway, uh, the next question is from Ed. Ed, before we get into your question, uh, thank you for calling in. We love it every week. You've been very good about calling in the last few weeks. If you could record your voicemail on your phone in a voice ma- in a voice, voice memo and then email it to anotherwoodshoppodcast.com. That would be awesome because we Another like Podcast at gmail.com. At gmail.com. What did I say? Just said uh, .com. Oh. <laughs> at gmail.com. My one beer has got me all sideways. <laughs> no. Yeah, wait until he gets into the wine. Gmail. Yeah, wait until he gets the wine. It's going to be sloppy. <laughs> Sloppy seconds yeah. over here. And, no, but and it, we got that we got that phone number as like an SEO thing, almost as a prank. Uh, <laughs> it's just cool to have it, but the it audio off so much better is when you really bad. So yeah. if you record a voice memo, this is to everyone, not just Ed. We're not singling you out, Ed. But if, we like your questions, so if you could please record them on a voice memo and email them to us, it sounds so much better. Here's Ed's question. We just want you to sound as good as you can, Ed. Hey guys, it's Ed from EMJ Creations Woodworks. So here's my question for you guys this week. So you're on a desert island, and for whatever strange reason, you have 220 and 110 on this desert island. And you could only have three tools with you. What are those three tools? Go. Dan. A jackhammer. (laughs) A Milwaukee leaf blower. And a bidet. Jackhammer. 220. A leaf blower because I need, I need, I'm going to need the. <laughs> oh, that's the show title. That's my We'll answer. have to make some tough choices it. here, boys. It's either going to be the voice maker or a three phase bidet. I don't know. Three phase, three phase bidet is winning right now. It's a moist maker. Oh, man. Oh, for real, though. Uh, bandsaw, table saw. Uh, well, currently CNC. I need the CNC. Whoa. Pete? Um, bandsaw. Jackhammer. Table saw. Marcus You Sander. are the jackhammer. That's what I've heard. I'm going to go with the sander. Marcus Sander. If I can't play Bold. stuff, I might as well at least get it somewhat flat. That's what she said. <laughs> I don't know. Mike, what about you? Dan absolutely took my answer. It's CNC, bandsaw, table saw, like 100%. Like, there's no question for me. It's those three tools. So, uh, thanks, Dan. You're welcome. Yeah, good luck with all the splinters. I'm saying stuff. <laughs> I mean, you know. What are you gonna, you can make whatever. You can My make CNC is awesome, CNC. and it can. I get just Rubio right off the CNC. <laughs> you yeah, you just really. wish you could. Yeah, I mean, you can kind of get. <laughs> All right, this next question is from Nick Pachia. I hear it's Pachi. Pachi. The ah uh, silent. Hey guys, Nick from the Working Green. Um, so the, uh, moving into the new shop soon, as you know. Um, trying to figure out the layout of everything, uh, which includes dust collection. And currently I have the Dustrite 650 CFM 
uh, dust collector from Rockler, uh, which has worked great so far for what I've needed. Um, I'm just curious as to if you think it'll be enough in the new shop. The new shop dimensions are approximately 15 foot by 45 foot um, with about a seven to seven and a half foot clearance for the ceiling. Um, my plan was to run piping to a central location and then run hoses off of that center location to the individual tools that I'll be using. Um, just curious as to what you guys' thoughts are. Bigger dust collector, better layout. What do you think? Dan, those dimensions are weird. Is that is that a crawl space or what? Like, Nick, I need you to blink twice if you need help. <laughs> Call in next Show week. Show us on the twice. doll where they, whatever, I don't know. Touched you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would say you might want to upgrade, but, you know, the, the, such weird dimensions. I don't, I don't know if that dust collector you have is going to work well or not. Upgrade always. Pete, what do you think? Um, First of all, that's a shipping container. 15 by 45. It sounds like it. It sounds like it. But the, the height is too too low for a shipping a container. They're usually eight or nine feet tall. It's on its side. Somebody tipped it over. <laughs> you heard Cal tipping out here in Jersey uh, where they have the shipping container. It might be a tipped over docks. bus. Oh, or it's that. tipped over bus. So uh, what you need, my friend, your dust collector is fine for half of that shop. Because you're running 45 feet, even if you've got a, a really good dust collector, running just a straight 45 feet yeah, and that's a, long a bunch way. of ports along it, that's a long run. You need a second one of your dust collectors, and I think you'd be fine. On the other end. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I think you just don't have enough, and that's a pretty long space, and you, you might want to look at a second unit. Um, and, and it doesn't have to be the same one. You could go with something weaker. Maybe all your beefy tools, your joiner, planer, table saw are one on one side and like a 15 by 20 space. And then the other half is like sanders and whatever. Maybe you can get away with a, a shop vac or like a nice, like, uh, you know, like a, uh, dust, dust extractor, extractor. Yeah. vacuum. Yeah. Like something de more decent or just one of those like wall mounted small dust collectors. So. Figure out where your tools are going to be or maybe move them around to fit in that. Mike, what do you think? I think he could put the dust collector in the middle of the shop. So it's only like pulling 22 feet per side. But I think 650 is going to be have a really hard time pulling dust 20 feet. So I think, I think you're going to want to upgrade. And I would say if you're trying to save your money, get that Harbor Freight one because it's two horsepower and that thing does pretty decent. You could put that somewhere in the middle of the shop. I think that's um, 750. I mean, it's a little bit more CFM, isn't it? I think it's 1,400 or 1,250 CFM for the Harbor Freight. Pete, can you look it up right real quick? Uh, sure. And I have a question for you, actually. So, but um, I think, I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure it's 1,250 because the uh, the next step up is usually goes from 650 to 1,250, uh, usually is what that 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 is for the sizes on those. So, I think that Rockler even has a 1,250 as well as their 650. They have another another machine that's another wall mount that's 1,250 if I remember straight. I'm not super 1550. known. 1,550. 1,550, okay. Whoa. Yeah, the two, it's a two-horsepower machine. It's, it's 229. It's it's significant. And you can roll in there and be like, hey, give me a coupon. And it's like 159 bucks. Oh, right now, this week, they're offering like 25% yeah, you, on 20, everything. Like, yeah, you can, roll, you can roll if you have the right. And then you you can roll in the Harbor Freight. And the AWP code. And you'll never it's roll one, out. It's 179 
Uh, I'm pretty sure is the sale price always. That's the number if I remember straight. I've never owned one. Take that for what it is. I just know people who've had them and they've been happy. So. Uh, that machine would get you a long ways for pretty cheap. Uh, but, you know, you get what you pay for. You're going to be replacing parts on that thing pretty regularly and it's not going to be an optimal experience. So, uh, yeah. Well, they do last a decent amount of time. but the, at Yeah, that they cost, don't die. But you have it's like, a bag. Who is it that gets like a new you, Harbor Freight lathe, like Central Machinery lathe, like every two years or a I year? I think it's Nick, right? Was it is Nick, it Nick? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or so, whoever, yeah. But, but like, at the, that cost. The Harbor Freight one is going gonna, is gonna to be just fine, but it's like, it's the bag style. You don't have the hopper, which is a pain in the yeah. neck. You, uh, you know, you have the bag to clean out for the, it's the one micron bag instead of a HEPA. <clears throat> you don't need a HEPA. But anyway. Spend the money on the good stuff if you're gonna. I mean, Nick, Nick, I know you're a guy who got, who takes it seriously. I don't know what tools you have off the top of my head. I feel like I should, but um, yeah. I mean, you got certain machines that make crazy amounts of chips. You get into big planers and big joiners. I emptied, I emptied my my big hopper, my sixty gallon hopper, five times today. <laughs> and there is a humongous pile of chips Jeez. on the side of my shop today, right now. It is humongous. It's unbelievable how much chips you go through when you're milling with a big jointer and big planer. Anyway. By the way, I just recently dumped like chips on my property for the first time since moving. Yeah, that in. was. Uh, and I was like, Yeah, I can yeah. do this. Is that now. what is that what you're gonna do with those chips, Mike? You're just gonna dump them on the side of your shop, or, or yeah, I've got a, I've plans? got a big pile, and then I'm gonna be putting them along. So because walnuts like a really good herbicide, like it'll kill everything. I'm gonna be oh, putting yeah, it, and when it, it nothing can grow, it has way too much nitrites in it. I can't remember what it is, but anyway, nitrates, along, nitrates, nitrates. Yeah, along my fence line, it has too much ammonium nitrate. So if you put it in a van, it'll blow up a building. <laughs> oh, <Okay. laughs> no, no, uh. One beer, Mike. Talk strikes again. No, um, no. But if I was gonna put it along all the chips along like the fence line and stuff, where I don't want to spray uh, for weeds and stuff, and 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 just different brush, it'll kill all that stuff. Um, cause, yeah, because also we have fleas out, or you know, the rot Luna got ticks on her, so we had to we for the first time in Luna's life we had to give her tick medication, and it went away like really quick. But um, we have ticks out here because of all the brush, so. The property's completely been unmaintained for like ten years. So we're, what I'm, but I'm going to be using. Uh, I signed up with two tree companies. Um, one of them is going to be bringing me chips. Well, both of them. Are, I signed up on their list for them to bring me chips. So they're just going to dump them over on by the front side of my property on the top side, and I'm just going to use the tractor to start spreading them around the property. So it'll also keep down mud for walkways and stuff like that. We're going to do different walkways and stuff. And Robin, you guys know Robin likes to run. So I'm going to be clearing out a, pe- a a path around the property for her to run on, and I'm going to put chips down there. That'll oh, be softer nice. than the ground. It'll be nice and soft. So, but the dust. But who who is it? It's a uh, Matt with uh, Tools Today. He was doing a, a video for Tools Today and uh, Matt Plumley, and he he was saying that because him and his wife they live on property, they just dump their he just dumps his chips on all their walking paths, and he just redoes it every time he gets to the end of one. He comes back around and keeps cycling through, and they just I was like, that's a killer idea. So I'm going to steal that 100. percent So that's all I'm doing with it now. Just going to collect Smart. them. I probably got Smart. the pile I made today and from the last two days is probably four feet tall and five feet across. It's a yeah, massive. Like joint, joiner planer chips are the joiner nice when you're doing 12 inch boards on a 12 inch joiner, dude. That thing 60 gallons fills up so fast. We have to do that thing five times a day. That's three hundred gallons. How deep a pass can you do on on that? Like, because you know, like, uh, I said it's to three thirty seconds. I, th- I said it to oh, three thirty okay. seconds, but I mean, you. Yeah, I was running never some do more fat than eight. passes on mine. 
on the like I was close to like eighth inch. And I was, I had to change out of my slippers. I know, serious. I had to put on my brunt boots because I wasn't getting enough traction. I was slipping back trying to push it through the joiner. Anything over 10 inches wide. I had to put my back into it. Anything over 10 inches wide, I literally can't push it through by myself. I have to have help. I am, it is really hard. Like You got to get Matt to sit up on top of the board. So you got a little weight. No, the weight's not an issue. It's just How does Cremona do it? I don't know. He's doing you, like quarter inch passes on his joiner. It's a <laughs> massive joiner. It's it's crazy. Like I feel I, like Cremona's got Oompa Loompa help. He's oh, he's got just, he's dense. I literally he's like <laughs> Cremona's <laughs> dense. He's three fifty. He's foot, like five foot two. He's like a neutron star. He's yeah. got a lot of extra weight there. <laughs> no, it's it's really hard to push it through. Like that stuff was it's. It's a lot of chips we made today, uh, and it's we're not even we're just about halfway done. It's an insane amount of chips. So, that's and then the other thing that's good is we have a bunch of uh, deciduous trees on the property. A lot of them. They're just beautiful trees. They're all turning colors, and all the leaves are dropping. I took all those and I put them into a big pile. I'm waiting for those to kind of mulch down a bit, and I'm going to spread those on walking paths as well because they'll do the same thing. They'll <clears> keep <throat> weeds down, do the same thing. So, that's how I'm managing that. What's up, Pete? I'm going to go back to the Nick Pachi or whoever's question. Nick Pachi? I think it was yeah. Nick. It's been know, so long. Hours ago. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I have an actual Wait. question. I yes, actually I, have his question. Was it light meat or dark meat? It's right, no, no, it's this one. It's this one. Ah! My nutsack! There it is. Let's write that down. <laughs> my nips? My nips? <laughs> no. Uh, no, well, the question I have is, and Mike, you might know the answer because I know you're picking a lot of people's brains when you're running your dust collection. You know, you said put it in a center and you can branch it out. The thing is, there's so much potential for leaks if you have if you have ducting that just splits out and goes in every single direction. Does in, increasing the amount of run you have because you know it decreases CFMs over distance, but like does that decrease your CFMs for your entire system then? Because if you're running your entire shop, um. I'm just kind of curious because, like, I will be running into that issue where I'm like, right, well, my shop is not that long, so it should be fine. But if someone's running a lot of ducting, the more ducting you run, are you losing CFMs? Because there's always some leaks yes. or something. I have. And is there also like have, the, the 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 vacuum it has to create on the actual system? So I have my jointer is has the longest run now, uh, mm-hmm. and actually did it the old shop, but the it run now is 24 feet. It's 24 feet plus – it's 40 feet is where my my run is to my jointer right now. Wow. And uh, it's doing the job fine. I'm, I'm not getting like any chips blown out. I'm running a P-Flux 3 and that thing's a lot of CFMs. So, you know, I don't want to tell people to run 40 feet on their dust collectors and say it's going to be fine. What I'm Mine's asking is like – you guys agree that it would impact the system. The long, the more no, runs, not even no just longer, but if you yeah. could do, if you do 15 tool runs within 20 feet of the tool, like that, the number of pipes no, you're, you're running through it. it. But what I'm saying is like, as long as you're using your blast gates and closing you're them off, having, you're fine. Like, because I feel like blast gates aren't like a hard seal. No, they're not a hard seal. Yeah, so I feel like all of those points are are reducing CFMs. You're getting leaks somewhere. Even if you seal all of your joints, I feel like you're losing air somewhere in there. I don't know who's going to have 15 of anything. I mean, I, I have a pretty big shop with a lot of tools, and I have six, uh, six of them. I, mean, I plumb six... all my hand tools with four-inch pipe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like there, there's like a lot of tools that actually My scrub plane has an eight-inch pipe. 
But I'm just kind of trying to like. uh, No, you're you're right. If you add more of those breaks in the line, you're going to have more issues for sure. Like there's no question about it. But you really only need like seven tools on dust collection, like six, seven tools. There's not a whole lot that need them. I mean, really, you shouldn't have that many. I mean, I've got the two bandsaws, the sander, and then planer, table saw, and jointer. I have six. I just have six. Oh, and my edge belt sander. sander. So like, let me ask you this. What about... A belt sander or drums or not even a drum sander. Drum sander does give a lot of dust off, but like a belt sander and a spindle sander, if you have those plumbed into your dust collection, do they really need all that CFM? You're moving no. very fine. A spindle no. sander typically, unless you have one of those big stand-up units, will not have a four-inch port. So no, they they usually the spindle usually sander. We all have the same one, right? Yeah, yeah. it just uses a yeah, yeah. regular. I just took up my yeah. I just put my Merca my Merca dust extractor. You think a drum it. sander though? What do you think of that? It needs – so the drum sander, you want to really have good dust collection on there because it will – the dust – the right? well, the problem is it, it it's really a lot of fine dust. But what happens is, in my experience, the, the fine dust starts to cake and build up and then eventually gets heavy and okay. falls down. And then it will fall back on the, on the abrasive and it will leave burn marks on your wood. So if you don't you're have right. – You're you 100 right. I've had that happen to me. Yeah. So if you get, if you get that buildup and it cakes – it's not heavy as one particle, but when there's a million of those particles built up in one spot, they will just fall off the metal. And it, you really yep. want that stuff getting out of there as fast as you can. I, I did a post. I was showing a picture of like, oh, I've almost got power on Instagram. And I showed that new sander I got. And that thing's got three ports on it. And on the surface, yeah, like three bonkers. ports. That's kind of silly. Like, come on, three ports. But then I started thinking about it more. I was like, mm, maybe it's not that silly because I used to have that problem with my – 2550 when I because I had that thing at the farthest run and here's the other thing when I had my drum sander I was not good about I wouldn't close the other dust the other gate the other gates when I ran it sometimes because you thought so fine was, dust it it's was, fine dust yeah. it's not an issue but then I would get burning Dan looks like he's about it's to fine out. <laughs> it's fine Mike Nye the science guy Mike 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 I'm, I'm glad we had this talk <laughs> like we always talk about dust collection whatever but like write it down this is this is a good, like, because the second person in the last two months that we've talked to that has a long shop. And I think, you know, long runs aren't always a good thing. No, I think they're not a good thing. You want to get them, especially on these these uh, more hobbyist machines. Yeah. You know, I've, I mean, my P-Flux machines. 1 is a is a good machine, but it, it, it has limits for sure. My P-Flux 3 is a good machine, but it also has its limits. My P-Flux 1 with a six-foot run to my CNC is a monster. Like it works so good, but it's because it's on a short run. If I had that yep. thing on a 25-foot run. And it's I'm the only run. Seeing, yeah, and I'm going to start seeing diminished returns. Yeah, there's literally nothing else attached to my CNC or uh, to my P-Flux 1 except for my CNC. It's perfect for that. It, it is such a great machine. I, the P-Flux 1 is a great machine. I really do like that machine. Yeah. I had it for two years. It, pull, it pulled my whole shop. The only time I started having trouble with that P-Flux 1 and it not doing enough was when I got that jointer and that planer. Those things make so much chips. It just well, the big physically cannot keep up with how many chips are coming out of that machine. It is That's the one it, I'm probably going to end up getting. I was looking at the two, but honestly... I was just getting the two for the. I'm pretty happy with my P flex one. It's a great the dust fine. collector. Like the yeah. the assembly sucks. I mean, there's no two ways about it. Uh, the the assembly. But also, sucks. I don't have the big planer. I don't have a 20 inch planer or the 12 inch joiner, so I should be fine yeah. with the collection. I have it. So. Oh no, I'm you're very be fine happy with it. You have an eight yeah. inch, right? You have an eight the eight inch Sheer Tech two, right? Look, uh, jointer. Yes. 
Yeah, so you both joiner, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you both have the 8-inch. Yeah, you're going to be yeah. totally fine with that. I had yeah, the Powermatic totally 8-inch for a year and a half, and I was using my P-Flex. It was No, I'm great. not expecting it to be. But I wanted to, like, that's the thing. I want to put it in one corner of the shop, hit it all the way to the other side of the shop. But your shop's so, 20 feet. It'll be one fine. corner to the other. It'll be fine. Exactly. You're going to do great. Yeah, you'll be like, fine. It's going to be 21 feet. 21 feet. It wasn't an Your biggest issue is going to be You're going to be great. Your biggest issue is going to be keeping that HEPA filter clean. Whenever that HEPA filter gets clogged up, then you'll lose yeah. a lot of CFM. So yeah. you're going to want to make sure you keep that uh, you know, clean. The more so you I do this, Pete, the more I love HEPA filters, though. <laughs> the, the, what you're going to do, Pete, is you're going to grab that – you're going to take the HEPA filter off. You're going to walk to that edge of your cliff of your property, that 1,000-foot drop, and you're just going to blow it out. That's all I've been Give doing. Give it a blowy. Been, a nice blowy. Yeah. Nice blowy. Yeah. <laughs> nice blowy. We did that today with the P-Flex 3. Uh, it was disgusting. I hadn't cleaned yeah. it in probably – Five well, months. you gotta just keep in mind you gotta cup the HEPA. Okay. Big thanks to HEPA. our Patreon sponsors. You guys are amazing. Thanks for checking out the show. Are we done? With one, we hope you. <laughs> That's yeah. it. That's yeah. Yeah. Pete went into cupping the HEPA filter canister, and I had to jump out of the <laughs> No, no I, th- thanks for uh, thanks for you know if you're a patron and you're listening to this on Thanksgiving Day. Big thanks to you. You guys are amazing. We really appreciate. Thank you, you for ignoring support. your family. Yeah. Thanks for staying away from those monsters. In your and whoever's got a four day weekend, you know, enjoy the podcast. Go listen. Yeah, to, yeah. We're gonna get check this out the thing video out. On we YouTube. really appreciate you guys very much, and we're really and I don't want to be cliche here. We're really thankful for you guys and all your support you give us. So thank you for that. Uh, check us all out on the Instagrams, the YouTubes, the Etsy's, the Pinterests. The what are we on now? Uh, hey space, 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 hey. space. Space hay, <laughs> space hay and OnlyFans, whatever. Just find us wherever you can. But check out – we all have sales going on in our Etsy store. So go check that out. Yeah. Um, and uh, – oh, I did want to make one more oh, – I'll talk about it next week. Anyway. Yeah, no, so no, big, no, big no, things. No, no, I'll do it next week. It's fine. Uh, You're right. We're running out of time. I am – I know I mentioned it before, but the Jobber Professional Development Day is February 16th. Free registration is yeah. open now. It is really cool. I'm getting more information from Jobber about what's going to be into that. It's not going to be a big, there's not going to be any sales pitch at all. It's literally just going to be free professional development tools where you can learn from other entrepreneurs and business owners. It's really cool. I like their approach. Same week we hit 100 episodes. Is that true? Oh, God. Assuming we skip one around the holidays. Right. We're going to skip one around the holidays. Anyway. I wasn't trying to plug anything for me. There's no, there's no value in that for me. I think if you're a small business owner, you're trying to take your woodworking to a small a business level, get as many resources as you can. Reach out to people on social media who own small businesses, other entrepreneurs, people you look up to, people you respect, and take as many of these classes as you can where you get free information. They're super valuable. I used to take free uh, – the Small Business Association in our area does a lot. They do a lot for the community. I've taken many small business classes from there and uh, you know, free, free classes like this tip. are really good. Look for them. They give them, at, they give them at community centers. They give them at colleges. I've gone to many of them. That's, they're very good. Take as many free resources as you can. You get to be really savvy and you get to learn about a lot of things you just would not think of and it's not your fault. It's not, it's not because you're an idiot. It's because you would no never need – no one teaches you. Why would you need to learn it? Thank you. Yeah. It, it's no, you would never. No, why would you, you need small you business? Should be a class it that you get be. taught in high school. It should be a class. Ugh. So, anyways, there's, there's just take advantage of these things if you can. But anyway, big thanks to our patrons. You guys are amazing. Share the show. Share us in your stories. Eventually, we'll share some stories on the podcast. <laughs> That's a dig right at Dan. I'm looking. We right will at share oh. the stories. Tag we us will share the podcast. Share for sure. We, we will share. share. Big thanks to you guys. We really do appreciate all the love you show us. So, uh, happy. Where do you want your short your story shared at? Yeah, an account with 2,500 people or an account with 77,000? 
You're yeah. not at a hundred? Coward. No, you guys are amazing. Thanks for everything you guys do. Thank you. Have a good night. Bye now. Bye. See you next week. Bye. 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 Love you. Long time.